Hello, it's Mike Richards here from the Treasury Recruitment Company. I hope you're enjoying the Treasury Career Corner. If you are, great news. Perhaps you give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcast content. This means that even more Treasury professionals can benefit from finding out or by finding out about how Treasurers have achieved their career goals. The link to rate our show will list at the bottom of our show notes. And please remember as well, the show itself is as much about you as it is about us. If there are specific questions you want us to ask or there's feedback you want to give, please drop me an email. My direct email is mike at treasuryrecruitment.com, inventably enough. But anyway, that's enough from me. Let's get on with the show. Hello and welcome to This Is The First Of Four Mark Updates. I'll be doing the senior treasury recruitment market. Dan's going to be talking about the European treasury market. We're off in the AFP for the US Treasurers Conference. So I'm going to sit down with Craig, our guy in the US, and talk about how the US treasury recruitment market is shaping up. Now, it's over to Danielle. We're going to talk a little bit just about how the UK junior market's actually working at the moment and what's happening. So we're just, where are we now? We're in November, um, just as we head to the end of 2018. Danielle, how's it going in the uh, UK junior market? Yeah, well, hi guys. Yeah, no, it's been it's been busy. I think last year was a busy year. Um, uh, I don't think I think a lot of people thought Brexit would impact last year, this year, but actually, um, it hasn't really seemed to have much of an effect at the All moment. Um, so June and July was quite busy, which is unusual because normally, as yeah, we know, yeah. drops off towards the the summer holidays. Um, but this year, it did take a while to pick up, and then continued into July, and then dropped off in August as, as we know always happens and I think this year actually we've seen a lot of people go on holiday in September as well so actually September when we would usually expect things to pick up didn't pick up as quickly um, but then October came along we saw a lot of treasury analyst roles at that level which was brilliant for those guys because you know they're obviously sort of treasury of the future so they're getting some good opportunities good salaries um, you know lots of opportunities out there for them and then I think now that that kind of that settled a little bit November we're starting to see a few more senior roles come up um, you know lots of leads coming in for sort of around the assistant treasurer level um, so I think it'll be a, either a really busy November or everybody's going to put it on hold and then wait, wait until the new year, year. Stuff like that. Um, so it's going to go one way or another but at the moment it looks like it's, it's going to be busy so um, but obviously you're approaching the end of the year, so some people are getting their bonuses, is that right? Or when do they actually arrive a lot of the time for the UK? Yeah, so I mean, some people do get their bonus at Christmas. A lot of people do get their bonuses in the spring, around March time, March, April. So it depends. Some people do want to hold on for that. You know, I think it is early enough for people to want to make that move if they do get it in March, April time. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of companies now offer a sign-on bonus or some sign you know some you know to encourage people to make a move before that um so i, I don't think that has as much effect now as it used to okay. and then we were we did our other videos about qualifications we've been talking to people at the conference and things like that how what's the, been the impact of you know, is everyone saying you must have a treasury qualification in the UK or that you must have studied this or is it flexible? Yeah, I mean, it, it is flexible. Um, I have seen sort of the last year, I would say, a big impact on qualifications. You know, ACT, the AMCT for obviously more, more senior candidates. 
it's not to say that those people that aren't qualified can't do the job and, you know, they've got all the experience to back it up. Um, it's just that I think what's more appealing to clients is not so much the qualification itself, but especially for the junior candidates, you know, that they've had the motivation um, and the commitment to go out there and actually take it upon themselves to start the AACT. And, and sometimes it's funded by the company, sometimes it's funded personally. Um, but I really do think that it kind of shows, that, you know, their aspirations and where they want to be heading, which is is what appeals to the client at the end of the day. I know that we've spoken before because sometimes when people have done their AMCT and there's a clawback period and they're a bit worried and they're saying, well, I can't leave because the company will mm. you know, take the money away from me. But is it right that when you say about sign-on that people pay for AMCT if you're joining someone new and stuff? Yeah, most of the time. I mean, I think... You know, definitely at the analyst, you know, treasury manager level, yeah. um, there is definitely, you know, a chance for study support there most of the time. And, you know, if somebody has, um, you know, they've got a couple of grand's worth of fees that, you know, they owe back to their current company, you know, as long as sort of they're very upfront with the process, um, generally, you know, their next their next sort of employee will happily cover those and support them in the rest yeah. of their study, whether it be days off or uh, for exams or studying time. You know, they, they generally try and support it the best they can. We've seen it also that they do it in expenses, don't they? Say you join someone, they say, give us your official you know, yeah. bill, if you like, from the ACT or whoever. There's also the AFP in the States as well. Mm. And those guys are saying, yeah, we'll pay for it, which is actually quite nice. Isn't yeah. it? So if someone said, oh, you have to pay back, don't worry about it. You know, that's why. Yeah, I get from don't that. let that make yeah stop you from from making a move. So yeah, yeah no, it's 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 definitely ACT is the way to go. I think at the moment, the definitely. Yeah. yeah. I hope you're enjoying this week's show. I just want to interrupt briefly to invite you to be part of what we know to be the best global treasury salary survey in the world. They're bold words, I know, but it's true. We're just approaching the 500 participant mark, so it's a survey of real value but we still need your help. All you need to do to take part is visit treasurysalary.com. Takes about two minutes of your time from start to finish. And as a reward for taking part, you receive a free copy of our 200 page global treasury salary survey. It's a real practical use to you. Whether you're a treasury analyst in Chicago or a global treasurer in London, we give you the numbers you need. In the simplest terms, our survey helps you as a treasury professional understand what you should be paid. We benchmark your treasury compensation in relation to your peers, both locally and globally. So when you are next asking your boss for that long overdue pay rise, and you know you deserve one, well, you have the practical facts you need. Just visit treasurysalary.com, and I look forward to sending you the next copy of the survey. That's enough from me. Let's get back to the show. So you also, I noticed... When you're taking job briefs, clients are actually asking for technology. You know, they're not saying, oh, you know, rise of robots and all that stuff. It's much more they're asking about have they got technology skills or some systems? Are they looking for specific systems or what at the sort of analyst through to manager level, what are they really looking for? So I think, I don't think it's so much specific um, systems, um, but I think it is, you know, just somebody that's had experience, you know, that is a bit more IT savvy, a bit more technology minded. Um, you know, a lot of companies now are, are either in the process of or have already implemented a new system, um, you know, some of the popular ones, obviously, you know, lots of people, you know, tend to have um, experience with. But 
again, some companies are still using, you know, Excel. So oh, wow. there are candidates that haven't got that experience. So with those ta- candidates that have got technology expertise, mm. I know you said on their CVs, they're not really bring it out is that right or what are they yeah saying? I mean I think a lot of people sort of underestimate the power of having that on their CV um, you know that is what clients are looking for you know that you know if you've got any achievements you know if you've been involved any type of involvement in an implementation of any kind or you know if you've sort of streamlined any processes that you know it's always worth putting on your Actually CV put it down yeah and and you know put it in the achievements and also you know make a point of saying what systems have you you've you know even if it's you know a banking platform um you know it doesn't have to be treasury you know to show that you've had experience and exposure to that you know you can generally then pick up other systems if necessary and do people you know obviously your cvs once you've expressed an interest in something but people might want to pick out people before that and the obvious way is through linkedin yeah. Are you seeing people putting on LinkedIn enough or what? Yeah, think, what I mean, I think, I mean, I think, you know, I, a lot of the junior perhaps sort of entry to mid-level candidates maybe aren't putting quite as much on there as they could. And it might be because they're either not looking or, you know, they haven't really thought much about their personal brand. Um, but, you know, I would always encourage, you know, you don't have to have... 20 plus years, you know, treasury experience in order to, you know, yeah, yeah, to have a profile. And, you know, I think some of the key points are, you know, systems, if you've used anything like that, you know, add it into your summary. You'll be found. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the main sort of, uh, the things I see the most is, you know, have a decent picture, you know, make sure that it's clear, it, it represents you and, you know, you're happy with it um, because everybody else is going to see it. Um, make sure that you've got a bit of a summary, you know, it doesn't have Sorry, to just be a story. Back to the, you said about the photo, we know that, well, it's 21 times more likely, I think it is now the latest, that if, if you're, you know, grey, they won't, people won't connect with you. 21 yeah. times more likely if they do but we took some photos here and you'll see it on our profiles we took a photo lovely photo of danielle uh, with a background of a bush um and a hedge as we called it and she didn't really like it um and that's one of the things is doesn't have to be a formal i've got i had a formal corporate shot and we took it away i've got one where i'm laughing at one of the conferences and people said that's what you like mm. with yours you changed it as well didn't you so yours was yeah so mine's a bit more rural uh, now so probably reflects a lot more about me um so yeah, yeah we were just on a, on a bit of a walk yeah, yeah. and um, but i think you know and, and make and again you know make sure it's up to date you, you know yeah. sort of it, it's no Too sort of old. yeah because if somebody sees you somewhere and they recognize you they're going to recognize you from your your profile yeah. picture so um but yeah and then you know summary I think a lot of people take that bit they kind of can't be bothered with it Um, but you know straight away as soon as you open somebody's page that's what you see along with the picture and their job title so I think you know make sure you list any you know key achievements skills you know don't make it into a story but just take the best of you and and put it in there and make sure it's relevant obviously to treasury one of the Um, things I'm talking next week and, and someone said to me I'm a treasury guy Mike I'm not a sales guy I said, well, that's fine, but don't be on LinkedIn then. You know, if yeah. you don't want to, it is a sales tool. Yeah. And that's your little bit of sales pitch, like your elevator pitch. Mm. So, and you see those, as you say, with the junior guys, the ones that, you know, actually express what they do and what they've achieved mm. really stands out, it sounds, when, you, when you're doing your searches. Yeah, definitely. And, and you know, you can tell straight away, you know, you, you 
pick them out and you think, yeah, they look great for the job, but you're definitely worth approaching, um, you know, and, and things like, you know, education, qualifications, you know, don't leave them out. Even if you're, you know, you just went to a good school, you know, you might not be ACT qualified yet, but, um, you know, you might, you might have got a, a master's degree and, you know, stick it all on there, Put it on there because, you, you know, yeah. it's important. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, so in summary... How do you see the market going forward into 2019? What are you thinking? Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's going to be a good year. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a good year. I think once we get the whole Brexit thing out the way, yeah. I think, as I say, it hasn't really impacted it yet. I think a lot of people are kind of holding on, perhaps not hiring on a permanent basis, yeah. looking at the interim fix for the moment, you know, and which is kind of better for candidate and client on both sides because, mm. you know, it's obviously a bit more flexibility. Um, but, yeah, I think that get sort of Brexit out of the way, things will definitely pick up, things will settle down. Um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a, be a good year. And that's on the client side. You know, they're holding off a bit. Mm. But we were saying earlier that candidate side, we don't think it's actually going to impact Treasury that much because you're talking about right. highly skilled people. Yeah. Um, you know, at whatever level. Yeah. And that was it. So we, you, you were saying some international guys still coming to the UK market? Yeah, right? definitely. Um, and I think they will continue to because, you know, all the time that, you know, that th there's the jobs there that need filling, you know, people need it. And they could be from any background, right. you know, as long yeah. as they can do the job and, you know, and they tick all the boxes. Job done. You know, job yeah. done. So. Brilliant. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, guys.